Greetings and salutations, and welcome to Flintlocks and Fireballs, where a handful of mad actors will attempt to survive the treacherous waters of Dungeons and Dragons. I am your host and dungeon master, Jason Phelps, and I am joined, as ever, by Robbie, still as the grave, Bellicom, Sam, the Ooh. grey man, Burns, and Ellie, Hi. silent but deadly, Sparrow. Ha. Uh, I am farts. Hello, hello. <laughs> Once again, you can see us all, which is very strange. Hello. Uh, thank Apparently you. Apparently, me and Sam are mixed up, so we'll fix that. Not anymore. <laughs> no, we need oh, okay. to. I am cool. a professional. <laughs> <laughs> this is our first stream that we're hosting ourselves, so there may be some technical hiccups. Please um, be kind. <laughs> please do be kind. Uh, so before we introduce if ourselves, if it does happen again, we just have to swap character sheets. It's right, fine. That's okay. the only way to do it. I'll, I'll, play I'll pass this through the internet. Yeah, at we're you, all right. in the same place. It shouldn't be an issue. Yeah, uh, I'm Corazon. That's convincing. There we go. <laughs> nice to meet you. Yes. Yeah. Now, uh, before we get on to introducing ourselves and our characters and our pronouns, I'd just like to give a really big thanks to Dragon Meat for letting us be part of this uh, and to the podcast zone and an extra special big thanks to Mira at Mira Manga on Twitter for running the podcast zone this year and inviting us. Thank you very much, Mira. We, we would love not, you. literally would not be doing this without you. You are great. So, um, mm -hmm. A tiny other thank you to our lovely mod, Sarah, who yes. is also our lovely, lovely friend who runs the fan server. Um, so mm. yeah, say hello to them in the chat. They are thank under you, burritos. Sarah. Yes. So, with that in mind, let's go around the table in uh, broadly alphabetical order and introduce <laughs> ourselves. So, starting with, uh, uh, with Bobs. Hello, I am Robbie. I use they and she pronouns, and I am playing Scamp, the teenage sorcerer, tiefling, who uses they them pronouns. Thank you. Sam. Hi, I'm Sam. I use he him pronouns, and I'm playing Corzin, who also uses he him pronouns. And Ellie, please. Uh, I'm Ellie. I use they and she pronouns, and I'm playing Celestia Stardust, who uses she her pronouns. And hello, I'm Jason. I use he him pronouns, and I'm playing literally everybody else, and will thus play a use a multitude of pronouns accordingly. <laughs> okay, so with that in mind, we are very nearly uh, about ready to begin. There's just one thing we have to ask, and that is casting our minds into the distant mists of time. Future us, what messages from the present? This is Future Jason. Listen carefully. In my timeline, the Council of Crows has dominion. In order to avert this future, you must... If you're not a regular listener, that will make no sense to you. Oh, one more thing. If you are a regular listener, you will be hearing noises that you don't usually hear. <laughs> um, yes. That is yes. because we are live right now. So yeah. we can't cut out things like planes going past. And we also can't have our usual soundproofing up in mine and yes. Jason's house um, because we need light because you need to see us. Yes. So you, you may indeed hear something passing by now. Yeah. You may hear everything from police cars to shouting drug dealers. We don't know. We so don't get know. excited. We live in a nice part of town. <laughs> we do really <laughs> um, uh, oh, and extra important before I forget, this is in the stream chat as well, but this episode comes with content warnings for insects and crustaceans, darkness and possible body horror. Yay! <laughs> if, the, 
if there are other content warnings that I've not anticipated, they will come up uh, in the eventual recording version of this before the stream begins. All right. With that in mind, I think we've delayed as long as we can. It's time for us to begin Flintlocks and Fireballs. Our land stands on the saber's edge. Our cities are a powder keg. Brother chains, brother, no one's free. A life on land is short, you'll see. So gather your muskets, gather your spears, we'll plunder the shores of Calcineer. No Kraken storm or spell we fear, so come and sail with us, my dear. Previously, on Flintlocks and Fireballs. Well, actually, we're not going to get into the into the full details of previously. <laughs> to find out exactly what happened, you'll need to watch the episode that came before the stream, which is in the future. You'll need to watch with your ears because it's a podcast. <laughs> yes, and you'll, need to, you'll need to listen to it because yes. uh, it's not streamed. However, uh, the, of the pertinent details, amidst the ongoing siege of the city of Newmark on the continent of Sunder, uh, the party have just experienced a moment of calamity as they were as the three party members uh, celestia scamp and Corzin, were preparing to head back into the city of newmark having just finished some business on the eastern piers Corzin noticed something out of the corner of one of his eyes Corzin, it is important to mention, is wearing a belt that covers him in tattoos uh, of eyes, allowing him to see in all directions at all times, and, very importantly, in between reality. However, just at the moment that you noticed this, Corzin, something snatched out of thin air, and you found yourselves, yourself caught by some sort of spindly grey tendril and pulled. There's a moment of resistance, as if you're pushing against some sort of unseen barrier, and then it goes. The colour bleaches out of the world. Everything turns to shades of monochrome, as if black, white and greys were the only paint in the palette of the world. The air turns chill, but when you exhale, your breath does not condense into a fog. There's no wind, no breeze, save the soft motion brought about by your own breathing. And in the echoing silence for just a moment, your breath is loud. But before you can come to, term, to grips with that, there is something else here with you. Mm. Corzin, you mm -hmm. spin and see what has grabbed you. It's about... It's larger than you, actually. It's about the size of a human. Uh, okay. uh, of a full-grown human man. But there's nothing mammalian about it. The creature resembles a cross between a prawn and a lamprey, with chitinous plates on a worm-like body, around 20 scuttling legs, and a pair of spindly tendrils for snatching its prey, one either side 
of the circular tooth-filled maw. Thanks, I hate it. <laughs> Why is it always circular tooth-filled maws in the, in the live shows? Oh, yeah. It was the same in the last one, wasn't it? <laughs> it was, wasn't it? It was, yeah. Um, we did this in February. <laughs> we did, uh, but we're not in the same place. Before I get no. to what's happening on the other side of this momentary, uh, 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 of this divide... We're actually going to have a very quick moment of combat. Cousin, roll initiative. You no. are the only one who can affect Oh no, us. no! Okay, that's an 18. 18. Okay, you actually gain initiative. You are yes. momentarily wrapped in the tendril of this creature as it's trying to pull you towards its, uh, its lamprey-like mouth. What do you wish to do? And could you please give a very quick description of your character? Yes, I was about to say this. Uh, Corzin is a two foot ten halfling man with a um, impressive array of weapons, both um, gunpowder and swords, and uh, a number of different other things. He's got a battered tricorn hat on, his, uh, on the top of his head and a general sort of sailor's garb besides. And he's currently looking up at this uh, monstrosity. Oh, he's covered for... in tattoos of eyes. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> As a result of the belt he is wearing, which yes. would be a choker for anything else. Yeah. Um, right. He is going to so look up at this mo- <laughs> this monstrosity, uh, which is sort of looming over him, and he's going to say. You just made a bad mistake, friend. And he's going to unsheathe both of his swords and try and cut the um, uh, the tendril that is holding him. Go ahead, roll an, uh, roll an attack. Roll okay. Potentially. First one. <laughs> okay, first one that's an 18 to hit. Hits. Right. Uh, I'll roll damage. Uh, that's an 11 uh, slashing. It's 11 slashing, got it. Yep, second one. Uh, that's only a 15 to hit. That still hits. Roll damage. Okay. Uh, seven slashing damage. Okay. And you're going to use your bonus attraction, uh, 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 action for a third attack? You know what? I'm going to use my bonus action to cast Hunter's Mark. <laughs> okay. Um, in this mo- in this instant, you slash uh, once with uh, death the uh, the silvery uh, blade that always seems to be as if it's catching the edge of moonlight. It, as you slice up, it catches one of the two tendrils um, and uh, and slices it, fr- uh, it it through the center of it, freeing you. <laughs> You strike. Would this be classed as a monstrosity? This is a monstrosity. It's my favourite enemy, then. It's your favourite enemy. <laughs> uh, as you strike with Riptide, the adamantine blade, uh, it's uh, you actually drive it into the side of the creature's armour uh, with a crunching. There's a moment where black ichor begins to spray out of it, and mm. oh, you no. focus for a moment, marking it. As it does so, you see, uh, you notice your spirits have come with you. The ambivalent octopus is clinging to you, looking uncomfortable, afraid. It's weirdly paler, still in colour, as you are, okay. but paler and less pronounced. And the fish eye spirit is wavering as it, uh, it helps you focus your hunter's mark. We'll explain okay. spirits in a moment. The phase snatcher. Is uh, it simply cocks its prawn-like head yes! and tries to bite yours off. Okay. 
Uh, ooh, that is a 16. That misses. You pull back just in time as, as the circular mouth clenches uh, just barely an inch from your face. It's actually your turn again, because right now the others can't do anything here. All right, then. I'm going to come in with another slashing attack. Uh, that. Oh, yeah, that's going to be 24. Okay, roll damage. Okay, that's uh, seven and Hunter's Mark. Uh, further uh, three, so that's ten. And oh, yep. My second attack. Uh, yeah, if the first one hit, that will. Um, that was a twenty-eight. Okay, with uh, a. Yep. Well, no, no, sorry, that wasn't twenty-eight damage. That was oh. uh, just what I rolled. Uh, yep. it, but, <laughs> um, that's nine slashing damage uh, with a hunter's mark okay. of a further four. Finish it. All right, uh, so it's gonna be like uh, slavering like over you. Slathering before me. Um, uh, Corson is going to uh, cross his sword to, uh, along the midsection and just sort of cut it in half like a pair of scissors. Okay, with a a snicker snack, if you will, yes. you slice <laughs> off yes, its head. I will. It rolls for a moment, hitting the ground, uh, and you step back uh, to avoid being sprayed by the black eye core. You watch for a moment as, over the course of the next minute, the entire body just crumbles and decays turning into a mixture of shattered chitin and for want of a better word black ooze you're briefly able to spot the creature's brain before it disintegrates entirely okay have i Um, seen any other creatures like this before Yes, there was. You saw a very much smaller and kind Ah. of not entirely dissimilar type creature when you were in uh, Golden Kratz and Guildenstern and you you, uh, looked into... Ah, yeah, the larval stage of this, maybe. Um, And it's about this point that, breathing heavily, hearing your own breath, you take stock of the world around you. Yeah, where are the others? You are still on the dockside, still on the pier, mm. and but the world is drained of colour. From the upside down. You can oh, no. see. Where's Winona? Where is she? Well, you can see there is, apart from this now rapidly decaying, collapsing creature, no life here. No animals. No birds, insects, or fish. The waters of the sea are still and tideless. They run up the river hand to a point and then simply stop. The riverbed barren and exposed where it rises over the perfectly level sea. But the city exists. Buildings still stand around you, crumbled and broken, as if left to stand untouched and unrepaired for centuries. Withered dead trees persist in the places living ones should be. You can see the crumbling remains of ships floating or lying sunken in the harbour. The world is still. And peering, focusing with your sight, you can just see the shadowy echoes, like indistinct 
barely visible of people going about their lives completely unaware of what's happening. Oh, is and, this like and what's two happening of them, where I was? Indeed, and two of them are stop it, are staring at where you were. And at that moment, we're going to shift perspectives for uh, here. The world of colour. Celestia, Scamp, you have um. just uh, heard Corzin uh, call out, hold on, I think I see something. And then seen something grab him out of nowhere and pull him out of existence, just completely vanishing from sight. That that's quite bad, isn't it? That's a that's a problem. I'm gonna just touch the place where, where you, he your was. Your hand just goes straight through the air. I'm no gonna use the, the message don't cause in. Nothing. Hello. Oh, no. oh dear. Um. Oh no. I'd try sending, but I really don't have that many spells left. <laughs> Indeed, the events yeah, of the um, previous episode have drained you. Yeah, out of character, mm. um, yes. viewers, you have no idea how tapped we all are right now because yeah. of what's just happened. We can't tell you what, but we don't have a lot of spells. I'd like actually you to take <laughs> I'm a moment. I'm so low on spells for reasons that we all know, so we don't need yeah. to refer reasons to Reasons that we definitely yeah. don't no. need to talk about, um, but we're all aware of, yeah. Can I actually ask uh, the pair of you to give a short description of your characters, please? Yes. Um, Scamp is... Five foot eight now. They've had a growth spurt. No, yeah. five six. I remember five eight is me. <laughs> I can tell the difference between me and my characters. They are a pink te- teenage tiefling with curly goat's horns, silver hair. Um, this in the picture. That's <laughs> because we can do that because really it's a visual medium. <laughs> yeah, for anyone listening on the audio medium, I'm holding up finger puppets. You can definitely find them on our social media if yeah. you so wish. <laughs> Um, I need to do that as well. Yes, um, Celestia do. looks like this. <laughs> she is uh, a super extra drow bard. Um, if we go with the fact that she's wearing this outfit, she has several. It's like purple waistcoat, silver shirt that's far too low, codpiece with a C on it, and a big dandelion of white hair and far too many musical instruments. It doesn't look like she should be able to stand up, but she can <laughs> because she's amazing. There you go. <laughs> When we say far too many musical instruments, like there's an offerclide on her back. It's like a cross between a saxophone and a If you want to go there, guitar, offerclide, xylophone, drum, um, triangle, kit (laughs) violin. Okay, so (laughs) um, there is also uh, visible to Celestia but not Scamp a uh, sort of swirling ribbon of, uh, uh, of rainbow light, the pride spirit that accompanies Celestia and provides her with her magic. Scamp cannot see this, nor can most people, but to Celestia and to Corzin were he here, they would see the city is filled with spirits, with creatures of magic imperceptible to most, usually taking the form of motes of light or sounds or small animals, but in fantastical in nature, and notably absent from the other place. There is also one point of bridging as we shift back in the colourless world. There is, as you have seen before here, causing one point of colour, of unexpected, Mm -hmm. uh, well, expected colour because you know to look for it, 
you can see just sort of inside and slightly behind one of the two indistinct figures is what appears to be scamp, but faint and all in silver. The version of scamp, friend, frowns. And probably for the first time, Corzin, you can you hear him speak. What? Should we friend give a brief rundown of what friend is for new people? <laughs> yes. uh, friend is Scamp's imaginary friend who turned out to be not that imaginary. We're going to leave it at that because it's. That's a good explanation, place. actually. Yeah. There's so yeah. much we don't know yeah. yet. Oh yeah. Friend's pronouns are he him, so uh, so, uh, so despite that's actually... looking like friend, going to use him pronouns. That's actually basically the explanation that we have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Scamp, you also hear only friend speak. Well, this is unexpected. Friend? What happened? Friend? Yes. Corzin is on the... Is in the place you went to that time in the pyramid. Oh. Oh. You're making scary noises with no context. What's oh, sorry. happening? Yeah. Um, friend can see Corzin. He's, he's still here, but he's on the, in the other place. Oh, right. Okay, well, it's good that somebody can see him, but I was worried he'd teleported or something, which would have had really worrying yeah, implications. How do you on? get out of that place? I'm... I just got there automatically. Oh, dear. I'm... Hmm. Well, if I had to make a guess, I'd say that that thing probably pulled you here. I don't... I can't bring... I can't bring you back to here because you're a little bit more physical than I am. Mm. You see that friend is even friend. Interestingly, looks very much like spirits do to you. That okay. sort of slight insubstantial element to it that you could almost, if you wanted, see through them. But you've never, you've only once seen friend or something like him on the in in the living world. Okay. I can usually see this place with the uh, with the belt, but I've not actually been physically here. If that is what's happening, mm, that's that would have been for the best if you hadn't. He looks. Well, up how did that around. thing bring me here? It's how they hunt. Unfortunately, I don't actually know that much about this place. You'd need. That all that really that hag would have been your best bet, Olga. You're shitting me. Well, she had the dogs, didn't she? How did the dogs get in and out? No, the dogs weren't. Well, they weren't hers. They were. They were her mentors. But I'm your little hag friend. Clara. Clara. Clara can go there. Clara can get that. Might be able to get there. Can can she can she take anyone? We need I to think ask her. We need to ask. We need, we need to go to Clara. Um, could you tell Corzin we're going to go to Clara and he should just follow? Can he do that? I can pass on the message. Yeah, Corzin. Thank you. We're going to head to uh, to Clara back on the Kraken's bank. You'll need to make your own All way right. there. 
Alright, if the layout here is the same as where I've just come from, I can probably do that. Tell them to stay alive. Molly will murder us. Stay alive. Your wife will murder them. Yes, uh, yes she will. Right. It'll be our fault if he dies. Right, come on then. As Scamp and as you see the shadowy forms of Scamp and Celestian move off, Friend follows after them and becomes indistinct. Looking around, Corsu, you realise... Diabetes. Um, you real, so many diabetes. So many diabetes. It's not a motorbike. Those don't yeah, exist those here. Those don't exist. Um, <laughs> you look around and you can see that things are not quite as they are. Much of the outer edges of the city do resemble what you saw before. They are still... The streets still have the layout, even though the buildings are crumbling. The river is still in the same place. But towards the centre of town, near to, I want to say, Midtown and St. Stitchfathers, the buildings seem to have crunched together, crumbled, and formed some sort of mound. Mm. And it's strange. In places it looks almost as if the the sky is cracked. Splinters of darkness cutting through the air. You'll need to make your own way back to the Kraken's Bane, or at least to Little Feroz, near where it is uh, moored. Yeah, am I able to navigate reasonably well, given my knowledge of what the city is usually like you are you have to you sort of have to move around the edge of the city um and you do make your way but as you do so uh things are broken filled with rubble difficult i'd like you to make a perception check please okay uh does this have advantage because it's site based yes it would okay all right that is a 21 Okay. You are able to pick your way through the ruined streets with not too much difficulty, but around about the point where you reach, I want to say, the Garment District, uh, heading towards uh, the Triangle, you find that the uh, you find something curious. Several of the streets, despite the grey colour, have well, tiny moment, something that stands out, something that isn't in the living world. This world is absent light and shade. There is no sun in the sky, but you can. the, the sky is simply black above you, and yet everything seems evenly lit. Apart from... Diabetes. Damn diabetes. How long can you rev for? Wow. Celestia and, and, and Scamp are like just like being like someone has like dr- knocked over like a bee hive and they're just like fanning off bees trying to get <laughs> ah bees. <laughs> However, despite the lack of uh, the otherwise lack of light and shade, there is a patch of darkness. That you spot in the street. A few of these dotted here and there that grow more and more intense towards their core 
and then solidify into something that looks almost like smoked glass. At the very centre, behind the smoky plains, there is something quite unexpected. A flash okay. of brilliant colour. Through one you can see a tiny patch of grass still green. Through another, high up, you catch a glint of blue sky. On one near a wall, the red of baked brick. Oh, so are these like windows? You're not sure. I'm going to approach one cautiously. Okay. Look at things on your own. That always goes really well. You approach one. um, You get towards the edge of the patch of darkness. It's it does it. The everything is chill, but it starts to get colder as you get near this. You indeed, actually, as you look in it, you can now you do see what looks like a little smoky crystal, through which you can see everything behind it looks almost as it would in the living world. Hmm. Okay. I am going to tap it very gently with the end of my sword. Roll a dexterity check, please. Just a check. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Thirteen. Thirteen. As you twist, you gently touch it. Tap it. It seems to move. It moves a little bit. And as you pull the tip of the sword back, you accidentally flip it. It hits the ground and shatters. And this one is the one that was on the little bit of grass. As it does so, the, just for an instant, color blooms into the world. And with it, a rush of, of just gale force air. Uh, you are thrown back, and as you do so, you feel your flesh seemed to wither, as oh. if time is rapidly running through you. It is agonizingly painful, um, and as it, um, one moment, and you take. Oh dear. You take uh, eighteen points of necrotic damage. And you have aged by 10 years. Okay. What? Oh, no. Right. Oh, no. Oh, we are in trouble if we don't reverse that. (laughs) Molly's going to kill us. Molly's going to murder us. You look down and see that your hands, although you're you're nearly 60, you would be tomorrow. Um, but the you can see the veins on your hands are a little bit more pronounced. Like you're half halfling years, so it's two for each human one. But still, yeah, it's you are visibly a little bit older. It's a little concerning. Oh, that's that's weird. Looking at these, also that wasn't aching a minute ago. You probably could pick one of these up, but you'd have to be very careful. Hmm. Now, as you, uh, as you, by the way, one thing I, as I mentioned before, there are no spirits here at all, and you notice the um, the octopus just like cling to you harder as this happens. They are silent and shivering. I don't think that was a very good idea. Mm. 
They shrug, but within a way that seems to indicate, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I'm going to keep my eye out for any more of these, but I'm going to tr uh, try and continue my route okay. towards you where I think the carcass You carefully avoid these for the rest of your route and make your way back to the docks. We're going to head over to the other side, though, as the party, uh, the other members of the party, reach the docks and safely and uh, take a little longboat road back to the Kraken's Bay. Uh, aboard, you quickly make your way aboard the ship, and I'm assuming you're going straight to Clara? Yeah. Okay. Yes. You head down, you knock on the Clara. door uh, where she's staying. Clara, everything's terrible, help. <coughs> everything's One awful, moment. please fix it. The <laughs> door opens, and you can see behind there is what appears to be a small girl. Uh, human, maybe eight or nine, uh, with flat blonde hair tied back in a tail, a sallow pale face marked with pock scars sunken below dull grey eyes. She's wrapped in a blue felt coat with a green dress and gloves and some solid hide boots beneath. She looks tired but smiles at first and then frowns. <laughs> What's the... What's wrong? Something really weird has just happened um, because in sort of got grabbed by something and now he's in the other place what how do we describe that you've been this, i haven't <laughs> uh, still world um sure that's actually a really good description for it uh, that's not good <laughs> um no do we do you know uh, do you know what he did with the um <laughs> with what took him uh friend i'm it, it looked like he cut its head off and then it turned into some ooze. Um, it's dead. Damn it. Is that bad? Uh, is that not good? Is it not good it to not... kill the monster? Uh, no, <laughs> killing the monster is, is good. I just slightly wish he'd done it when I was there. Oh, okay. This, uh... Right. He, I, I assume you told him to come here? Um, yeah, friend, did he, did he listen? Uh, it seemed like he did. Okay. Right. Okay. Um, oh, there are there are a number of problems with that. I can I can get there myself, but I I couldn't safely bring him back. How do um, you mean? Okay. I Olga's notes on the Still World were um, shaky. She didn't spend well, a. There's a surprise. Well, she didn't have <laughs> she didn't have a heartstone, so she didn't go there herself. Uh, from what I know of it, it's it's sort of it's it's like our world, but it's it's hungry. It, it drains life, uh, vitality, and it make uh, and it's very strange about age and time. The longer you, uh, if you spend time there, <coughs> every day you spend there could age you by a year. Um, but. Oh dear! Oh. But it's actually faster in places. Um, it's not—it's not as bad as it could be. If you can get back here without aging into dust, then being back in our world will restore you to the age you were when you left. Um, the problem is, the only way that I know how to bring someone back—and she reaches into an inner coat pocket and pulls out what looks to be like a small 
sort of rough cut black gemstone shining. This, the only, I can take, I can go there and I can come back and I <laughs> could take someone, but the return journey ages you about a hundred years in an instant. I can't do that. It doesn't really, I can do it because <laughs> I can't die of old age. But anyone who you brought with you would age and then if they survived it <laughs> would turn back so you'd, you'd probably be fine Celestia you're an elf Scamp it would be touch and go for you <laughs> um, Cor- how old's Corson? Uh, nearly 60? yeah uh, half, half things usually cap out around 120 60 like tomorrow? That- okay well <laughs> that's <laughs> the there are other ways. Um, if, he's, if he's aged 10 years, how old is he now? He is now nearly almost 70. 70. He's, no, so, so he, he is now 69. Nice. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's how old he is. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, the best way would be to, well, to get another snatcher, but those are, as I understand, those are pretty rare, and they don't, they can sort of come to and from freely without without the causing that to happen. They, they, if you alchemy, I can do this with alchemy. She oh. reaches to a corner and pulls out a huge sort of luggage, uh, 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 sort of like a luggage case and starts rifling through, carpet bag, starts rifling through it pulling out a series of small bottles and what looks like a jar filled with a kind of tr- slightly greenish translucent goop. <laughs> okay. Um, this jar it will preserve things. Uh, whatever you put in it <laughs> from uh, time, from decay. It sounds, the moment you kill one of those things, they're going to start breaking apart. They're going to start rotting. But if we could get one of their one of their brains out and into this uh, before it completely rotted away I could use alchemy to extract its ability to shift between <coughs> this world and the still world and then you could okay. give it to Corzin I could give it to any of us uh, and we'd be able to bring the others back okay so we, we could go and get him that's yes we can that's all go good. get him good but we need to find a new one of these and we need there aren't any on this side either they they live there they they, they only come here to hunt and the easiest way would be to find go over there and find one (laughs) um okay i think i can i i can bring all of i can bring both of you there um where's jeffrey and marjorie you look around there's no sign of them they've gone off on their own adventure they're in there too did we ask about that I, friend, I didn't see them," says friend. Okay, they're not in. They're not in. They're doing shenanigans. It's fine. Probably for the best. I'm worried about the shenanigans they could get into right now. I mean, Jeffrey's oh, well. already basically a crime boss at this point, so you know. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure we'll find out later in episode 128. <laughs> now, okay, we don't have Corson. Doesn't have the most time. Uh, give me a minute to pre-prepare um, a solution that will allow me to turn the brain into a potion. 
Okay, um, I have a question. Yes, um, ask. She starts so, meddling with, uh, with a sort of pop. Is there a way that he could try and get back before we get to him and not know about the aging thing? Say that again. Like, look, if he tries to get back before we get to him and he doesn't know about the aging thing, could he potentially just die? Um, we should probably he, warn him. Uh, he could. Uh, there's some uh, dangers. Friend, friend. There are some dangers out there. Uh, if he hit, if he reached a stasis crystal, perhaps that could risk aging him. Um, it sounds terrifying. But friend, can you warn him? I can try. Uh, I can't get far, but if you allow me. Wait, he didn't. He's not here. I assume he's he not followed the, us. He's. I think he was a little bit behind. Why is he not here? We've been a while. He has tiny um, legs. He does have tiny, tiny legs. Literally tiny has a shorter move speed than you. Legs. Yeah. <laughs> and he had to track so carefully. So tiny. They're like little finger legs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Celestia um, gets out her real finger puppet. I mean, he's only this big. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I don't see a size difference between this and real cause. In no, no, not a, I, no difference. It's taken a really long time to walk I, on his little legs to get all the way here. <laughs> He's probably dying. Why are we being so stupid? I'm horrified. We're the worst. <laughs> We're bad friends. We are the worst. Okay, I'm finished with the, with the preparations. Um, so long as he doesn't find one of these, she holds up the heartstone. He'll be fine. That's the only other way I know to get back. There might be another, but... These are the two ways I know of. Right. <laughs> All right. Um, maybe we shouldn't be on the ship when we do this. Would that be bad? Why would that mm. be bad? It might not be here. Yeah, we might fall into like horrid. No, let's just not be here. This is uh, not. Let's good. get oh, into the a sanctum's shore. bad. Is that what we're saying? <laughs> uh, no, this, this ship's not a permanent feature. It just might not be in the other place properly. My head hurts. Okay, let's let's go on. The, the land. Okay. Excellent. The, uh, you clamber, uh, you head out, out back to the longboat and are rowed back with the, with uh, with Clara to the docks. It's about this point, Corzin, that you reach the edge of the docks. You can see the docks on the western bank are crumbling ancient wood. Uh, the Kraken's Bane is not in the harbour, is not, is not in the water where it should be, but you can see off to one side the not destroyed by fire but crumbled by age dry docks and the sunken and crumbled remnants of the Kraken's Bane inside it. Oh, alright. This, this does not match up to where it is in the real world. Uh, but yeah. you do see... Uh, as if floating on the air and just the shimmering form, if you focus on it, you can see the others rowing out towards you. Alright, I am going to try and make my way towards them. You do. The, you, uh, the, pair, uh, the three of you climb up onto the pier about the same time that Corzin reaches you. You hear... Friend, friend can you see me? I can. Corzin's here. Oh, good. Oh, good. Uh, has already been eaten or something. Can that happen if you're in yeah, the other place? Yeah, like, aged horribly. Uh, he's fine. <laughs> he's fine, apparently. I didn't even hear that firsthand, and it sounds suspicious. What it does sounds fine suspicious. mean? <laughs> Let's, we need to find, get to him before to do he does this. something dumb. Okay, everyone, uh, take my hand. Okay. Clara's uh, heartstone <laughs> wrapped on in screen? one hand. She takes I, I take it there is a plan going on here. 
There is. I'll let them explain. Okay. Now the thing is, this is all about what the stone lets me do <laughs> is see things. And there are, they shift around, but moment by moment, there are gaps between here and there. She seems to be walking seemingly random on the pier for a moment, peering into nothing that any of you can see. Gaps at random between this horrifying still world and our world appeared. They're only just here for a moment, but wh- if you whenever. just get, she steps, and all, and both of you feel a moment of pressure and resistance, and then <sighs> colour drains from the world. The water goes still. Some things seem to change their position like the Kraken's Bane. And you you can now find yourself in the grey, ruined city. Standing not 20 feet away is Corzin. A few more wrinkles around his eyes and, interestingly, a little less colourful. All all of you, now that you look at yourselves, (laughs) are a little bit subdued compared to your normal colour palette. But Corzin is looking visibly a little uh. bit grayer the even the rainbow spirit which is flickering around like at, in a panic for a moment seems to get a little bit slower a little bit nervy and yeah rainbow spirit doesn't like it here that's weird you look terrible what the fuck happened I, what did you do there was a there was like a, a, a window back in uh, into what i thought was <laughs> was normality but it just shattered Stasis crystal. There, um... Olga said that they were something like frozen time. Uh, if you could... They're very... They can be turned into <laughs> dangerous weapons in the living world if you're stupid enough to try and collect them. But here, if they're disturbed, Ooh. the time can <laughs> Don't unwind. get ideas. <laughs> everything I'm full that, of ideas. Everything that built up that should have happened happens. Mm. Oh. Is so that why you look all like a hundred now? Once. Uh, Coulson is going to improvise a, a mirror by looking at the uh, the edge of his sword because I just have a mirror mission. because I'm me. Oh, okay. I see yeah. you trying to do this you, and you just go out. Have um, you also got like eyes on your hands? You could just oh, oh that's yeah, true. You, yeah. Ooh, you like look at yourself. yourself, and indeed, Ooh. you are a, maybe ten years older. You so look like a hundred. Five oh, years older good. in human terms. You're even wrinklier than you already were. Like like ancient, like Norrit old. I poke one of his face wrinkles because I'm a dick. <laughs> Norrit was probably older than this before I was born. <laughs> uh, right, so old. Not good. Um, is there a way of reversing this? Yes, we need to get you back into the living world before you age into bones and dust. All right, yeah, I'm, I'm okay. a fan of this idea. I, I would rather not spend my last days here. <laughs> Why not? It's so nice. Lovely holiday destination. Yeah. Oh, is friend here? Yes, you they're are, over there. You turn and you can see, standing not five feet away, uh, is a monochrome silvery version of Scamp. You can just see blurring at the edges is a little bit of purple and blue as well. I was going to ask of the others here. Mm. Hello. Uh, this is... Hello. Unusual. Oh. Yeah. 
Mm. Yeah, that's a bit scary. I didn't realise you just look like Scamp, but different colours. Yeah, CD and Lux are the really creepy ones, but let's just leave them out just and hope they don't turn up. Yeah, because Friend is fine. There's a moment where Clara coughs. (coughs) We don't have a lot of time. The longer we spend here, the more you're going to age. Now, okay, let's keep moving. We need to, Cousin, we need to find another of the things that tried to eat you. Um, All right, well, I got a pretty good look at it. Um, Then we need to cut its head off and preserve its brain before it rots away so I can make a potion that will give you its powers. Yeah, because that one just crumbled okay. into dust in like a minute. Every here you age about a year in a day. Decay happens quickly. Oh, let's not hang oh. around then. All right. Nope. Um, I am then going to use um, my the fact that monstrosities are one of my uh, favorite enemies in order to try and track down one. Ha ha! Yay! Okay, make a survival check with advantage. Oh. Okay. Um. I uh, give you a little poke and say age like a fine wine and you get inspiration. Oh, the rainbow spirit you. crackles a little unsteadily over to you. Uh, interestingly, Natural 20. actually... Oh, wait. I just realised where you all are. What? Scamp, for the first time ever, you can see the rainbow spirit. Second time ever. Uh... Second time ever, you can see the rainbow spirit and the octopus. Uh, and Bill and octopus. I want to touch them both immediately. Your hands pass straight through them. The rainbow spirit basically does the motion of licking your face like a dog and has a lovely time playing with your hair and meeting you. (laughs) I would imagine the ambivalent octopus shrugs. (laughs) (laughs) But like, more scared and quiet. Yeah. Okay. You, yeah, natural 20. You, you You look to the ground... And you just get a sense, almost. It's hard to tell. Like, there's... There are... You you realise there are actually, if you look for them, tracks here. The ground is very brittle. It breaks easily. Even the stone does. And you realise you can see what seem to be animal tracks of clawed feet making their way towards that huge central mound of collapsed buildings. Got it. It had it would have tracks like this, and it's leading over there. It's like it's like a termite mound, maybe. Oh, why did you have to say that? That's <laughs> disgusting. Ooh. I was worried you'd uh, say that. Clara yeah, that sounds up. like many things. I don't want many things. We only want one, don't we? Hovering against the black, the dead black, starless sky. You can see the air around that central portion is cracked. The sky is shattered, radiating out from what you need, you can see might be tiny flicks of color in the, in the air. There are spiderweb threads of flickering shadow and light just running through the air, across the ground, up through buildings, unmoving but closer and more numerous as you get nearer towards that central mound. I'm not sure I like this. What actually happened here? Why is the city broken? Why is it not broken where we are, but it's broken? Oh, it always looks like that. 
I don't... Is that a normal explanation, or did something actually happen? Everything normally looks crumbled and decayed and age-worn, but this is the first time you've seen, like, buildings moved, like, physically moved from their position, because it looks as if, like, thing, it looks as if everything, like, the whole city is crumbled and broken down, but it does look as if buildings have been, like, bunched up and shifted into a huge mound. Huh. Well, it's a good thing we did nothing important earlier today. It's a good and thing we've got so many fresh spells and ready left. to go. <laughs> yeah, I've got so many, so many <laughs> thousands. Well, it's a whole three. This place is going um, to be some kind of <laughs> oh, you're worse than reflection me. <laughs> of what's what's happening in well, where we came from. But like, look, look. There's um, there's a ship in that dry dock there that looks like the Kraken Spain, and I know it isn't there. Oh. No, you moved that out like two days ago. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, that's weird. But time's weird here. Maybe this is. Is this the future? Or... Is it the past? <sighs> well, if it's the past, it would. I d- I... Wouldn't be so crumbly, would it? I, I don't it might think be there's like a one-to-one future. comparison. If, or like three days. Is there was, then what the heck is that big mound over there? Okay, no, that is a problem. We should... I'd like to say we should blow it up, but I'm not sure we've got that in us. Ever. Mm. Let alone today. I've got a couple of big ones, but... If it comes to that, we'll um, see once, what we can do. But... With the lack of other sound, your voices feel like they're booming, but they're also strangely muted. In a place this empty, our voices should be echoing off the buildings, but they're not. Like we're underwater or something. But not completely. Yeah. It just feels like after a certain... After a certain distance, the sound waves just give up. I'm going to ding my triangle and see how it sounds. You hear a sort of ding, but but rather than the usual ding, it's more like a ding. It's almost like when it's been snowing, everything's a bit muffled. But there's no snow, so that doesn't make sense. Yeah. Good comparison, though. Let's talk and walk. We need to make our way towards Let's talk and walk. Should should we maybe walk a little bit quietly? Yeah! I don't make noise when I walk. Okay. Keep your eyes peeled. Stealthily! Stealthily, indeed. (laughs) Although you... The crumbling building do provide plenty of cover as you make your way through the shattered remnants of Little Feroz. You're going to, to reach where you need to be, roughly where Midtown and Stitchfather were. You'll need to travel up through what used to be the region of Sorry Hill and the kitchen, not far from Firefriars. But those cracks are becoming more numerous. You're going to need to move care... Uh, and indeed, Clara puts up a hand. Don't step on the cracks. Breaking your back is the least of your worries. I did wonder they're, where that superstition came from. Okay. They're a little bit like the stasis crystals. I mean, they're basically the same thing. If they, but, but see how they're all linked to them. She points, and as you follow her finger, up a crack it eventually leads to what you recognise as a stasis crystal just in position in midair. Oh. 
electric wires. Okay. Yeah, don't right. touch them. We're going to need to be very careful. This far out, still in Little Faraz, the the splintering lines only run across the ground. Although there are little nodules of stasis crystals here and there on the ground as well. So, I would like each of you to make a stealth check to carefully pick your way through the nodules. Okay. Stealth. Only good at stealth. If it Pretty makes sense, we'll I don't make sound. The dice from Sarah, thank you, Sarah. Ah, oh, natural oh, 20, 20 for first on-air roll with the new dice. That's exciting. Hey. 19. Okay. You very carefully you begin to make your way through. Footsteps loud but strangely unechoing. You get, as you get past Little Feroz and you reach the edge of the kitchen... Um, you can see that one of those aerial cracks, uh, this, the what's it called, the center point, the epicenter, is hanging right above the crossroads at the center, and the cracks are now splintering through the air. It should be possible to get through between them, but you're essentially going to need to sort of limbo uh, and carefully thread yourselves between the narrow spaces. I'd like each of you to make an acrobatics check, please. Okay. Uh, Tides of Chaos is active already? Oh, I think it's not active from last time. Although, actually, if you want to activate it, you can. Just to, if, you want to, if you want to discharge it so you can use Tides, you can. It's a 19 on the acrobatics. That's a 24 um, from me. I'm gonna hang back until they've got ahead. Then, then I'm going to activate it because I'm terrible at acrobatics. Okay, Fair. roll a d100, please. Forty-six. Okay, so. <clears throat> oh, that was a face. That was a face I can actually see this time. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you, Scamp hangs back on one side of the. Uh, on one side of the uh, of the crossroads, Celestia nimbly picks her way through, kind of doing an impressive Slightly fancier sort of than necessary, turn, a little bit fancier than necessary, <laughs> but manages to scrape by um, the cracks in the air, like the world's most dangerous game of what's that one with the electric hoop? Can't remember what it's called. Oh, the like oh, steady hand thing. Uh, steady hand, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, calls in, kind of goes down. Kind of crawls under one, gets up, steps over one on the ground, and also carefully threads his way to the other side. This is like spelunking or like caving. <laughs> Scamp, like. you yeah. take a moment to prepare yourself, and then as you as you try and relax, get yourself ready. You just feel something unlock inside you. And then a surge of magic fills you and you are propelled upwards into the air, um, passing right through one of the cracks. Oh no. Oh no. You watch in horror as the crack flares with light and the sound of leaves and wind 
and and runs all the way up to that central point uh, where it's uh, as it where it strikes the um, crystal, and with a every uh, uh, reality suddenly bursts back into existence just for an instant before ever uh, uh, bef uh, and uh, before it becomes gray again and in that instant there is gale force wind stalled pressure from the ground uh, begins to release and the and everything rumbles and cracks around you um and you know what? Actually, let's go for a slightly more dramatic sound effect to that one. A little jazzy for Yeah, a little bit jazzy. Yeah. <laughs> slightly slightly and undesired. And you aged 10 years. You've aged 10 years. <laughs> yeah, there is, a, there, is a, there is a weird sense of... Uh, <laughs> there we go. Um, and as it all flows out, uh, the ground rumbles and cracks huge uh -oh. ja uh, jagged uh, uh, lines appear in the uh, in the floor uh buildings start to rumble and crumble as the discharging knocks another stasis crystal unreleasing it knocking oh, no. another stasis crystal releasing it oh, no. um so having just cast levitate upon yourself unwillingly uh, now I'd like you to make a, a, a an acrobatic. Uh, actually, no. You can you can if you wish uh, skip the acrobatics check because you get hit by a burst of time, Scamp. Um, so oh, you aging is going to be so dramatic. Age, as well. uh, so interestingly, you age forwards, but you don't grow any taller. Uh, as you gain, as you also gain ten years of age. Uh, and you take no. 11 points of necrotic damage. Oh, no. Um, you're still at a healthy sort of age, but you are aged up. And, oh, no! Uh, now I'm as old as Celestia! <laughs> you, you, you... I'm ancient! I mean, nah. it's just the end. You're, you're, it's almost over. My glory days are over. And scramble through the collapsing, exploding time making your way forwards uh and and at this I'm point scamp is still younger than me yeah that's a little depressing at this point the three of you scamp's are still now younger than all of us kind yeah. of ju uh, just at this point everything is breaking around you and clara skipping past gets a face full of exploding time oh. <laughs> she hits the ground picks herself up she hasn't grown visibly her height is the same but her features change, withering and shifting into oh, someone no. in their maybe middle age. Uh, she scrambles forwards. <coughs> Don't worry about it. We need to run. <coughs> okay, okay, I need a few seconds to like get down on the ground. Okay, you. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm blending this into time. You, because uh, we're not doing this round by round. You hit the ground again uh, and start running through all of this. Uh, the buildings begin to crumble and slide down around you. As you race desperately through, uh, yep, through the kitchen, reaching the very edge of the mound, a huge, a, a tall building, what used to be some sort of apartment block, begins to slide down Right, as if it's about to collapse right onto the only entrance you can see 
into this building mound. Uh, I'm going to need each of you... I'm going to need at least one of you to make an athletics check. And everyone else has a choice of athletics or acrobatics to either try and hold up the rubble that is a a piece of rubble bracing it to uh, to keep it from collapsing on on the entrance, or just peg it through and into the mound. Did you use your inspiration, Sam? S- uh, no, and I'm going to actually. Okay, that if was you need 17, it, but it, yeah. I'm going to add it. I'm going to do acrobatics and just run, because okay. uh, strength. Oh, I'm going gonna... <laughs> to... <Yeah>. 26. <laughs> a-, a point of order, though. If yeah. Corson is holding something up for the rest of you, do bear in mind... He's two foot ten. Oh yeah! <laughs> Fortunately, there is like a, a piece of collapsing wall that you were holding up, and that is taking a lot of the brunt of falling damage. Uh, so, Celestia, roll your acrobatics. Um, I have. I got twenty-one. Twenty-one and scamp. I'm going to use the tides. Yep. Because why not? Okay, that is also a twenty-one. <sighs> okay. Acrobatics rather than athletics. <sighs> oh, Clara. Okay, um, you run at uh, uh, the uh, causing you br- hold and brace the piece of rubble. Uh, Celestia leaps through and into the protection of the mound. Uh, uh, scamp scampers afterwards and uh, just manages to slide in. You're holding it. You're trying to keep it together, but Clara is running slower. She just manages to get to you as you feel the building start to collapse. Can I try and add a d4 to whatever she rolled? It doesn't matter. Natural one. Oh, um, no. no. You grab uh, uh, Clara by the arm and pull her in just as you hear the strange rush of wind and bird song that is a detonating stasis crystal just behind her. None of you take any damage. As the building... <laughs> crunches closed ahead of her behind you you're plunged into not darkness actually because there is no darkness everything is the same light level but there's a moment where Clara's uh, hair is hanging over her face and as she picks herself up (coughs) I'll be fine you can see she still as tall like still as tall as she was still child sized has is now filled with wrinkles uh she seems (laughs) she seems to be getting grayer but also her skin is acquiring a purplish tint at the edges This will all be undone, won't it? When yeah, this, this will reverse, won't it? It will. Don't worry. Okay. Do you want to, to ride on Corzin's back? I'm also going to volunteer Corzin's back. Mm. She picks up a bit of uh, fallen, petrified-looking wood and props herself up with it, using it like a cane. Come on. We should investigate this place. Okay. Okay. It is. Again, not dark. And it's weird because it feels like it should be. You are in some sort of tunnel, almost. Like a corridor. You can see piled up on either side of you, there are 
layers of building facades. There's even still the ancient faded and peeling paint of uh, of H. H. McGuffty's hardware supplies, just hmm. faintly still visible. Um, and yet, there is at the far end of this little tunnel a light. It barely casts any light, but you can see what appears to be a dwarf crystal, little gold, a little yellowish crystal uh, that is emitting pale, barely lit color. Like the crystal itself is like almost entirely bleached gray. Um, and it appears to be placed in some sort of rusted and ancient looking sort of sconce or holster bent into place. The, corrid- the passageway bends off to a side beyond that where you cannot see. I feel like that shouldn't be here. Yeah. Did Why someone put that, that here? here? If That's they been did, placed. they must have done so recently. Wouldn't that just uh, decay with everything else here, Clara? In time. <laughs> but the iron could last for a good long while. And dwarf crystals will never actually break. So someone could have put it here a while ago. Mm. But it's not... Like, this isn't where it came from. Uh, Perhaps there was one in the city somewhere. There is a fashion for them in uh, the houses of the wealthy. They have them a lot down below. But... It would not have what been... if we nicked it? What would happen? Then you would get yourself a dwarf crystal. <laughs> Let's do that then. Okay. You make your way up towards the crystal. One thing of note. In this space, you don't see any sort of accretions of stasis crystals or frozen time. Anything mm. like that huh. at all. Any signs of like people like any personal effects or tracks or perception or survival depending on whether you are looking around or looking for tracks look around perception natural 20 on the new dice again hello okay see all the things if there are any there aren't any i still don't see any of the things (laughs) causing you see you very easily see a lot of small tracks some of them clawed some of them some of them less so. Some that seem to like almost be like wo- like ingrained or like smoothed into the ground, uh, into the stone. In fact, interestingly, although they are cracked from time, someone has laid smooth flagstones on the base here, All right. leading along this corridor and leading up and around. Celestia, you. Look, and you notice this off at the back, but you also listen, and you can hear muted because sound doesn't travel. Coming from somewhere beyond, somewhere deeper into the land. 
else hear music? Nope. I don't think so. I mean, there's it, it's there's a sort of hissing, clicking, and music. You have to really strain your ears to catch the edge of it. Oh. But you do. Wait. Why oh, is there like... music here? There shouldn't be music here. That clicking was the noise that, uh, well, that thing that grabbed me made. Did, oh, did it make any music when it grabbed you? I mean, that would sound like a ridiculous question, but there was that musical no. monster in the dream fold, so we know that's a thing. No, it's a good question. It didn't that I noticed. Okay, so maybe something else, or...? The... Do we recognise the music? Nothing that comes to you immediately, but you do see friend frown. He reaches out and puts a hand on your shoulder. You can't actually feel it. There's no substance to it. Tread carefully. Okay. Okay. That's... It sounds like an old song. Can we all hear friend now, or can Scan? You can all hear friend now. He's just okay. here. How old? Hard to remember. Before your time. Right. Before mine? He nods. Out of character, it's, it's a person's voice humming, yeah? Sounded like it, yeah. Okay. It's hard. You're, yeah, you're DMing, DMing, so it could no, be like no, you making the noise yeah. of something, but like, humming. yeah. It did sound like a person rather than a creature. Yeah, mm. but how many people have we met that are awful? <laughs> oh, I'm not saying that's not a bad thing. I'm just saying that there's something else here. Yeah, I don't yeah. think, like, horrible phase monsters lay flagstones often. No. no. This looks new compared to everything else around here. Okay, let's go stealthily and quietly. I'd probably yeah. detect thoughts, but I'm a bit tapped. <laughs> yeah. so if we really need one, I can, but I'm trying to conserve. Let's let's conserve. Yeah. Everyone give me a stealth check, please. All right. Ugh. 15. 15. Uh, 19. Okay. Clara. I was about to ask about Jeffrey again, but Jeffrey's not here. Jeffrey's not here. Aww. Jeffrey's off on his own adventure. <laughs> you carefully make your way to the edge of the corridor. Um, you can, if you wish, go up and steal the, uh, the 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 dwarf crystal, but at this particular moment you haven't because it current kind of backs straight onto the where the corridor turns around. So it's very visible okay. Let's let's not nick it if we're gonna immediately be spotted. Yeah. Um, Peering around the edge. In height order. In height order. No, that's yeah. a little It's particularly weird because there's four heads now. It still works. Far above cause. Yep. Yeah, it's true. Um, you can see a sort of crescent almost. This mound seems to have two layers an outer layer of, of built. Uh, of, uh, crumbling walls and rooftops bent over into place and an inner one and sandwiched in between these two layers where they meet at the top um, sandwiched in between is a crescent of space and unexpected civilization mm. you see 
shacks, for want of a better word. Shanty, almost like a little shanty town built onto the edges of these protective walls. Uh, hell, pieces of iron propping up um, preser- what seemed to like look like preserved hide, or grey hide or leather to create little overhangs. Not that there would really be any need for them here. There's no visible weather, but almost just for the style of it, you can see little hollows and shelters, um, stone, uh, stone or ancient-looking uh, and crumbling wooden tables brought up to serve as workspaces. What seem to be arrays of junk, salvage, laid out on them. And hammocks, places to sleep, places to work, what looks almost like, were it not for the fact that it was assembled from just blocks of stone to create the bar, and upturned metal, rusting metal buckets, might just be a bar or pub of sorts, Mm and filling this little street. Are creatures. Oh boy. Creatures not quite human. Not quite human at all. Many of them have humanoid forms. Most are causing or Clara's height. Some mm. smaller, some taller. They are spindly, thin. Some with rat-like features, big, pale yellow eyes. Some that move like cats, that remind you more than a little of the form Lux once took. Some that seem to be serpentine, with, you see one creature coiled around a long post, using it losing it like a sleeping pace place but with what appear to be six spindly arms the creature in question is also about causing size okay there are less than a hundred more than 40 that you can see and they are just going But, wafting through faintly through the air, before the sound kills it, you can still hear. Where is that coming from? Are they, um, n- like, noticeably communicating with each other? They do seem to be hissing or clicking at one another. Okay. You can actually see... They don't seem to have noticed you yet. You see in one corner there is uh, what looks like a... Almost like... A weirdly, like, hench little rat-like creature. Um, but humanoid. Which is, ta- which is taken like a a hammerhead the 
the actual handle seems to have rotted away and is pounding rusted iron into shape. Hmm. Seems to be making another of those little sconces with it. But again, oh. the sound, the clanging is tinny and distant. Are these the things we have to kill to get home? Because I feel weird about that now. I hope not. The thing that grabbed you had like long. Yeah, the, this is not. Bits, the, the, the thing that grabbed me was bigger than these, much bigger, and had lots more teeth. Was it like a person or an animal? Because these are like people. No, no, no. It wasn't humanoid at all. Okay, that that makes me feel somewhat better. Good. Clara, what are these things? They've seen us. Oh, well, we were, we were deserving. Well, um, should we just own it? I several step out. of them are turning. Sorry? <laughs> I, st- yeah. own it. I step out and wave. Hello. Hello. Hi. We're they not begin... coming here to cause you any harm. This hands with nothing in them. The, Visitors. The bestial creatures look all lock up. <laughs> Hi. Some of them begin to reach for objects, possible no, weapons. No, no, it's okay. It's okay. start to move closer, and then you hear... Oh, boy. Portions of the rubble seem to move and shift. Causing you catch... Actually, no, all of you have got pretty good perception now. You catch... Uh, no. no. Not scamp, then. You catch sight of <laughs> <Everyone> something <else. laughs> moving. My passive is still ten. Something wow. moving in the rubble. It seems you catch the sight of black, mottled black and gold scales. Something huge. And then... The rubble seems to settle a little. And there is a pouring of yellowish-black smoke outwards. Which coalesces into a form ahead of you. And you just hear as the smoke is settling a voice. Three of you hear the voice. Not Celestia. I'll get to what you hear in a moment. Saying, Hold now. Hold. There's no need for us to be enemies. Yeah, that's and what I'm doing. Yeah. They seem to be... He seems to be saying it more to the various creatures behind him than to okay. him. Okay. <laughs> and... You see the smoke. One one particularly like bee-like creature in the corner is like, yeah. like that, like that noise. Yeah, just that noise. Yeah. That that yeah. noise. Just it's there. making it's making those noises. It's making those noises. That's not a motorbike. Yeah. It's yeah. fine. <laughs> oh my god! What is know, wrong right? with this person? <laughs> Go away! <laughs> we normally cut this out, folks. Uh, <laughs> right. You see the smoke coalesces into a humanoid figure. Not much, about the oh, same as... Uh, the motorbike. The bee just like, like the little bee creature like buzzing around in a panic. Um, gesturing, like one of the others just like gestures for it to calm down. <laughs> <laughs> Not going anywhere, folks. Sorry. Um, you see the creature, uh, you see them form into a humanoid figure about the height of Celestia looking not unlike a tiefling with a serpentine cast to their features lightly mottled black skin and a snakeskin coat with mottled black and gold patterns as well as golden eyes and golden horns 
like that of a horned snake. There is actually something slightly of Casimir about him. Mm. Let me see. So, welcome to the, uh, what? Welcome to the Walking Bazaar. It's been a little while, a long while, since we had such visitors. Now, Corzin, so, uh, uh, Scam, you hear this. What Celestia, do I hear? you hear. Uh, I don't understand. Does, do other people understand? What? Whoa. Oh. What, what are you hearing? Hissing. This... Listen, tell your friend she needs to lower the shield around her skull. It's blocking the telepathy. Oh, is it? Is a telepathy thing. Oh. Oh, it's the ring. Ah, uh, okay. So, yeah. Can I, like, dismiss like, that? You fiddle for a moment and you feel like, yeah, you can feel it and, and you can indeed voluntarily lower the shield just to telepathy. And you feel, you get, you get an instinct of how to do it and you can now hear the voice. Ah, thank you. That's no, thank you. That's helpful. Much appreciated. <laughs> Please, call me Pop. Or Poppy. Either one works. Well, hello, Poppy. Hi. Celestia Stardust. Nice to meet you. Hi. Interesting place you've got here. Thank you. Don't mind Buzzer in the corner. They get nervous. <laughs> well, that's fair. It's all right. It's been a nervous sort of day for us, too. Yeah. Yeah, we're new around here, if you probably could, uh, could have guessed. Indeed. Yeah, You're basically, uh, color. our friend here, I uh, point down at Corzin, which is also down on my screen, which is really fun. <laughs> um, our friend here uh, got dragged in and stuck. Uh, we're from the other world, the one with a little more colour and light than here. Uh, we're looking for a we, way back. Yeah, we, we'd rather yeah. not stick around, no offence. None taken. We're here, it's quite bad for us to be here for a long period of time. Yeah. Interesting. Sorry, we normally the people who come here ain't in a state to do much speaking. Oh, uh, we had some help. Oh. It looks like he narrows his eyes at um, narrows his eyes at Clara. Looks behind you. Interestingly, friend has vanished. Oh. Uh. You, but, Good. but, Scamp, you hear in, in your mind, keep wary. Okay. So, seems, so, uh, what brings you here? I mean, I got time to talk. Time is sort of the issue, ain't it? Yeah, we don't have a lot of time. We're here spending, uh... Hours here is not the best thing to do. No. Uh, depends. Yeah, but you're looking for a way back for your. Yeah, I mean, how friends. how we got here, what brings us here is uh, by accident, basically, mm. and uh, well, yeah. yeah, him by accident, then we followed. So that's one. kind of that's kind of what we do generally. One of us does something dumb or gets into an accident. The others follow. Chaos ensues. Yeah, and then somehow we usually live at the end of it. 
Yeah. Nine times out of ten. That's understandable. I know a couple of... I know at least one solid way to get out from here, but depends on something that's, lest I heard, extinct. Type of creature called a grim. You gotta get in there and get its heart. But that wouldn't work for your friend. Well, if it's extinct, it's rarer now. Yeah, if they're the big dogs, they're not extinct. They're not? Oh, no, they might be, actually. We may have helped that along the way a little. There's a moment, there's a flicker of irritation, but he calms it. Well, that's not something that can be helped. In any case, it wouldn't help your friend. That way it'll take you back, but it'll age you a hundred years. Mm. Oh no, I definitely can't handle that. And neither can Corzin. No, can no, you no, not? You can. Mm. No, I'd be okay, but they would Oh won't. yeah, the elf would be fine. You're not cracked the immortality it. thing yet, then, kid. What? You're not figured out how to reverse the aging on your body. I'm going to put that on my to-do list. Is, is that a thing that they should be, be... able to do? How many M's in immortal? Uh, I don't know. I'm not actually speaking your language. Hold on. Three sounds good. You're not one of us, sire. Me? What's going on with you? Oh, you are interesting. Interesting how? Were you born like this, or did you uh, take... Did you take that body for yourself? Let's talk about anything else. <laughs> it's just oh, like look. A... There's a city here. It's lovely. What it's lovely like weather we're having. Casual <laughs> shift um, in Celestia. I just stand slightly in between this person and Scamp. Mm. Just subtly. I'm sure it'll come to you in time. Don't worry. Yeah, but if you haven't got it fixed yet, then you ain't gonna survive the trip back. But I assume you're here because you got another way? Yes. Yes, we do. Um, our friend can help us via a little alchemy, but we need to find the right sort of creature. Yeah, the thing that brought me here was a big um, sort of crustacean-like monstrosity. Yeah, one of the snatchers. Uh, we heard there was what? There was one in the area. Uh, okay. There are more around? Something like that. You say you've got the materials for alchemy. Most of them don't survive here, you see, after a pulse. They rot too do, quickly. I'd like to do an insight check and see how hungry he looks about alchemy. Uh, roll an insight check. Like, how, how grabbing was yeah. that? Yeah. I got something, but yeah. I don't know how bad I think it is. Um, it's not amazing. It's a 13. He's very interested. Do you have an interest in alchemy, then? Don't have much practice of it myself. The things around here, even when, even when it pulses... It doesn't refresh. It doesn't last. Well, it does refresh, but it doesn't last for long. All of the things rot before you can process them. Yeah, we heard that was a problem. So, 
It's kind of hard to do it that way. Sorry, I've been out of touch for a while. Haven't uh, been back to the real world in some time. Are you from there? How long? Oh, of course. Uh, don't know. It's kind of hard to track time. This is all pretty new. Gestures around. Well, it's 1798, if that helps you out. Uh, which calendar? Uh, regency. Yeah, Regency. Who's the Regent? Okay, oh, well, that says it more than it doesn't. Hmm. Um. Um, big, horrible god thing. This is gonna really? sound super rude, Ugh. but what are you? <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. I'm... <sighs> Like, I suppose, if we want to use titles, I'm the prince of this here town. We move around whenever there's a whenever there's a uh, pulse, depending on where our little uh, food source goes. Once upon a time, I used to be a prince back in the real world. Oh, where were you prince of? A uh, little place in... Uh, I'm going to say the name and... See how it translates for you. Haldanus? Yeah. Okay, All right. you know what that is. Yeah. 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 Yeah, we had a little place back there once upon a time. Things got a little heated up. How, uh... How are the giants doing? Great. Couldn't Fine. be better. Deception check, please. <laughs> From both of us, actually. Yes. Uh, that is a dirty 20. Oh, it's not from me. Um, that's 13 from me. Well, I'm good at deception. That's less than ideal. Still, I know what Do you have say. history with them? Something like that. They, uh,. They don't take well to people like you and me, kid. So it's nothing to scam. Oh. Call okay. it cultural issues. Mm. What, tieflings? Uh, I don't think that's what he means. It was the easier question without revealing anything. Oh! Oh, I see. You're one of the kids. Though you look wrong, you got too much power in you. Um. Okay. Please explain. Oh, you're one of the, uh, you know, one of the kids of uh, the goat. Oh. Oh, was it literal kids? Which which goat? What's the goat's name? They're just the goats. Oh. Like, well, not necessarily their kid. Like, you could be a grandkid. I mean, I assume it's been a few centuries. Probably. More. At least um, more like several tens of centuries by the sounds of things. Ah, shit, I have been out of touch. That's a disaster. A goat, okay. a kid goat, a baby goat. Hey, that's, that's what I was thinking. Hey. It sounds um, like that translated into a joke. It, did. yeah, it's a double meaning. It's great fun. Nice. 
Listen, I'm gonna be blunt with you. I kinda can't get back myself. Especially if you wiped out the last of the Grimms. Um... May, if the Giants are still around, that's risky, but I don't know if you noticed. We've made a home here, but this is kind of a shithole. So, oh, did you yeah. want to come too? I think we can help you out if you'd be so kind as to help uh, me and mine get back as well. What are you going to do in the real problems? World? Well, hey, you, if you want to negotiate, I'm willing to hear your terms. Like... I just want to know that you're not going to go on a mad rampage and kill loads of people or something, or... Do you, do Why would I kill loads of people? I don't know, I don't know you. We, Listen, I, I'm going to be blunt here. we lots of strange people. <sighs> you could full, have a grudge against all humans honest... or something. I don't know who you are. We've met you five minutes Why ago. Why would I care about humans? I don't know. Like elves, maybe, but what, 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 are humans important now? No, not really. I mean, a little... As much as anyone else. Mm. Not particularly. Like, honestly, I'm looking forward to eating a cow again. Okay. A noble goal. But not, not eating anyone like a person. Listen, sometimes... Okay, I'm not saying I've never eaten a person, but, like, it's not my preferred snack. People aren't actually these tasty treats. I don't know what dragon... Why dragons do it. I think it's a prestige thing. Um... Frankly, I'd right. much prefer some beef. Are you a dragon? I'm not a dragon. <laughs> okay, was... I had to check because we've met dragons before and they tend to be a little more trustworthy, strangely. Then what was all that enormous smoke and stuff? Uh, that's to make me a little bit smaller and more portable, a little bit more comfortable. Well, what's what your real do you form, look like then? normally? <sighs> I'm sure there's a list somewhere where this breaks a rule, but, uh... Hey, building trust. There's a focus from a... Oh you see the various creatures, like, hustle quickly to the side as he turns back into smoke. Oh. And reforms into a gigantic serpent. Horned serpent. With oh. mottled black and gold scales. It's actually a little cramped, like he's slightly pushing against the roof. You happy? Can I turn back into something a little smaller now? Um, are you going to be that form if we take you with us? Are giant snakes not acceptable in social situations anymore? Um, no, no, I'm kidding. not really, I, no. I, no, I'm oh. probably going to look... <laughs> human form again, I like this. I feel like we've heard something about giant snake things before. Also horned Have serpents. We? Yeah. Was it winged serpent we heard? It was winged serpent. That's what it was. Horned serpent is a different thing. Yeah. Yeah, because the Achin have something about a winged serpent. Yeah, horned serpent is from that thing that we don't reference anymore. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's also um, a hieroglyph. Oh. Mm. Ah. Yeah. <sighs> Listen, if you've got places you'd rather stay away from. I'm amenable to that sort of thing. I, if you want something, if you want me to do something for you, like you need a favor I mean, yes. or something. Yes. Yes. 
Oh, we, we have a favour where a giant snake would actually be really helpful. Are you any good in a fight? I can be. I... No offence, but with the giants rolling around, I don't actually want to be that Okay, obvious. we lied. The giants are We lied. The gi- they, they've gone. They're, They're at least not gone. here yeah. in this know, corresponding uh, part of the world. I we've thought not seen them. that you were going to get angry if we told you the giants were dead. Um, oh, no, we've never met one. Oh, we've met news. one, actually. We met one giant. Half giant, I think. Uh, one of the little ones? Yeah. They're not a problem. It's the big ones that are the real worries. Um, but... If you do us a favor, we've got a fight coming up. We think if you do us a favor in that, we might be we could talk terms later, um, so that we don't spoil the stream. Yes. Yeah, we probably shouldn't talk Fine. about our plans for that fight. Um, <laughs> if you get me through, I will owe you a favor. Either as I don't know if it'll be the giant snake thing, but I can. But my friends here can certainly assist. That would be how many friends could assist. I mean, everyone I got here, but uh, don't worry, I can make them portable. How many friends are oh. there? Up to a hundred. <gasps> okay. That's well good. That's so yeah. helpful. Um, and after this fight, are they going to be able to integrate into society and not get themselves killed or kill other people? Or is there somewhere you can take them safe? Oh, I can probably find somewhere out of the isolated, sure. But um, I like civilization. Being in civilization is fine. You just don't get yourselves killed or kill anyone. Is the main concerns. Hmm. Any of them into killing people, particularly? Just so we know what we're working with. We've lived a long time. We've killed some people in our time. We fight wars when we have to. But it's not a particular yeah. hobby. It's not my um, my personal thing. And no, so nobody much. needs to like eat people to live or I anything. Mean, like, we need to eat to live. We have eaten people to live before. But, again, not your preferred I mean, snack. Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, that's fine. <laughs> but you're All not right. going to, like, go into somewhere, somewhere that people already live and take it from them. Not unless, not unless I'm invited to. Okay. Hmm. Wish I had a chance to speak to some of the uh, Haldanic members of the crew. I feel like I'm lacking context here. Yeah. So. But I also don't feel like we've got time or the ability to get context. Nope. No. No context. So, do we have an arrangement? I owe you a favour. You get me in my out. No killing sprees. No killing sprees. Unless they are previously agreed on. Yes. <laughs> well, a fight... A, a, Fighty fight isn't a killing spree. Is it? <laughs> it's a different thing. Well, a killing spree is like on... randomly going out and murdering people in the night for no reason. Yeah. I kind of feel like the giant snake against just some soldiers. That feels a little bit like a killing spree. It's an ordered. According army to the definition snake. of killing spree that you just said, we're fine. Now, <laughs> all right, let's make a deal. Let Let's help you out, okay. kids. Should we say yes? Sure, deals with creatures we've just met. That's never gone wrong before. Yes, deals. <laughs> All right, you heard him, everybody. We're sure getting what out of here. We have at the moment. Let's fly. He snaps his fingers, and all the creatures puff into smoke for a moment, and then concentrate into little buzzing flies that fly into the pockets of his coat. 
That's a clever trick. Yeah, not one I can do too often, but I've been saving it to get out of here. All right, so I mentioned before we had a food sauce. Well, it's yes. like a bit like the thing that brought you here, but it's a little bigger. Am I right in guessing you needed one of its brains? Yes. Yeah. Bigger. That'll do it. Uh, quite a bit bigger. I'm gonna help you out as well in this because it's my interest. So you get one of the, you get its head. Now, listen. This thing is uh, pretty nasty. Uh, normally, what it does is it just scavenges from your world, brings some things here. When it's done with them, or if we can get it before it finishes them, we get food as well. It's how we've been surviving. Uh, we kind of got it blocked in place. Get one of its heads off. Get that potion made, and we're all out of here. Just one be of its aware. heads? <laughs> hmm? One of its heads? It yes. has many. It's got seven. Now, uh, now, a couple of things to be aware of. Some of the heads, they can do this thing where they bite you and age you. Oh, good. One right. of them's just really freaking scary. And uh, also, the, the bit around it, the shadowy bit, it can move that. And it kills magic where it goes. Oh. Okay. <laughs> okay. Right. Rainbow Spirit. Stay right. out of that one then. Rainbow Spirit shudders. Alright, let's make this quick. Points towards yeah. what appears to be a large and heavy door made out of just essentially steel that has been nailed together. And it's still rusting. Yeah. Ready? Oh yeah. Oh, is it vulnerable or immune to anything in particular? Not particularly. Cool. Great. Just try and get a head off. Clara says, Not that it matters, but if you get multiple off, I can make another one for you later. Just focus on the one. Noted. Yeah, that's... Time. Okay. He pulls open the door. And you see you reach the very centre. At the centre of this mound of broken masonry, carved deep into the grey rock of the island, is a pit or cavern, or to look at it another way, a prison. The high walls and ceilings have been constructed from the facades of what made up Midtown. You can make out the front face of the Chapel of St. Fury, supporting the western edge. The base is rock, cut away and away into a deep pit where there slumbers the cavern's lonely denizen. It's hard to make out the entire body from here. Shadows pool around it, motes of darkness swirling like spores around it. All you can make out at first is what seems to be a mass of whip-like tendrils, grey and slime-coated. You notice then the trap. Painstakingly placed around the walls of the chamber are scores upon scores of stasis crystals, splintering out thin cracks to form a net around the crumbling walls. The creature dug itself, dug down to give itself for its space, reprieve from the threat of time. And then, as the door opens, it stirs. A segmented body, armoured in grey chitin, begins to unfurl amid the darkness. Two dozen pincered legs emerge from the shell. A head rises like a chitinous bullet in shape, but for the tendrils. Four whip-like antennae twitch and quiver along the back of its head, and as it emerges from the darkness, you can see a mass of tendrils where its mouth should be. Six holes in the chitin sit where the eyes ought be. And then six more heads rise out as well. Okay, initiative, very quickly, please. Okay. Seven. Twenty-five. Nine. Level twenty. Calls. Calls. So, scout. 
Got it. Okay, uh, and the creature. Ooh, okay, goes after Celestia. Okay, so, Corzin, you are up first. Uh, you can Ooh. see the creature is, at this point, way down in the pit, probably about 60 feet away. Uh, the body of it. Alright, um, could I target the heads individually? Yes, you can. Okay, in which case then, I am going to uh, use a bonus action to cast a lightning shot, or light, uh, the three flavor of lightning arrow. Okay, got it. Um, and uh, level my carbine at it, and take a shot at one of the heads attempting to hit the two heads on the other side as well. Got so. it, roll, roll your attack. That is going to be a 22 to hit. It strikes, as the shot fires, it turns into a bolt of lightning. Roll damage. Alright, so that is... Need more dice for this. 16 lightning damage. Okay. And, and the, uh, the heads, heads on behind. either side have to make a um, dexterity saving yep. throw. They, yep. uh, they both... So you do a total of 32 points of damage, of which... Um, of which 16 are to one most damaged head. Any other actions? Yep. Uh, yeah, if I've got a um, uh, another attack... Actually, no, I don't have another attack action, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to move around so we're not all bunched up in got the it. same area. You, pull out, you move out towards the edge. As a legendary action, then, uh, the head that has been most damaged shoots forwards, unraveling into a terrifyingly long neck and is just going to try and bite down on Corzin. Let me just uh, quickly roll for what effect this has. Okay, uh, okay. it's a straight-up bite. Uh, that is... Oh, 18 to hit. 18 does hit. Okay, the one of the heads crunches down, uh, uh, just managing to scrape the edge of you with its tendrils, which tr which seem to try and rip off pieces of flesh as they go. You take 12 points of, uh, of, of damage. Right. Uh, sorry, no, 17 points of piercing damage. 17 points of piercing yep. damage. Got okay, Celestia, you are up next. One of the heads is now next to Gorzin. Uh, um, <laughs> so... We're wanting to damage the heads separately. Yep. You want okay. to get a head off. I want to get a head off. God, what do I have that's just damage at one thing? Um, I'm going to look at it. I'm going to go, I bet you have, like, one brain split between seven heads, so I bet you're really, <laughs> really, really, really stupid. And I'm going to cast Distant Whispers at a really, really high level um, to okay. see if that will do anything like a level five Distant Whispers. Uh, okay, and what's your wisdom save now? 18? Um, 18, yeah. Scamp, you're getting that tingling feeling. Okay, uh -huh. let's This might try. not have been the best decision, because I think it runs away if it... Well, oh, never dear. mind, I've well, done it. <laughs> uh, that's minus three from whatever it rolled. Okay, it's enough. Uh, the head rears back uh, 20 feet in, uh, uh, in horror uh, as just grey ooze starts to peel up, uh, pop out of the eye holes. <laughs> It's a lot of damage, so give me a moment. Um, so, 6, 11, 17, 18, 19, 21. 
20 on total damage. Okay, that is... Okay, just add that onto the damage that's already taken. All right, that is enough to blast into... Uh, uh, that is enough. Uh, as the head rears around in a panic, the you see sections of its neck start to splinter and shatter, and eventually just... <laughs> the There's no endoskeleton. The chitinous head just hits the ground and rolls a little bit into the pit uh, about 15 feet from Corson. Yeah. Um, the creature does actually now, on a failed save, have to run away to its full movement and is frightened of me. Um, I don't know how hmm. many of it, like how much of it that affects or if it would have just been that head. But, like, okay, frightened do you... does do, do, do disadvantage on its attacks, cool. is worth noting. Uh, uh, oh, interesting. No, it's fine. You targeted the head. Which it pulled out of its vortex, so this, so the magic is not stripped. However, at the uh, end of its t- uh, of your turn, if that's the end of your turn, yeah, uh, legendary action, it's going to rear out another head, ooh, seven, and is going to try and bite Celestia. Uh, but as it oh, gets no. close enough, uh, the ins- uh, it, it instead of striking with. Uh, of like clamping down on you the and t- the tendrils begin to brush next to your skin and you feel your flesh withering and aging i need you to roll a con save please Ooh, oh your favorite um i'm really good at con really good that's 18 actually so that's not bad Ooh, that is pretty decent all said and done that is a success so you take half the damage uh which is 8 15 uh, 24, 32, 16 necrotic damage. As you would have been quite bad, so that's feel good. portions of your flesh try to age into into dust as it uses its power of decay. Okay, that starts the lurker's turn. The lurker rears all of its head and you see the twisting shadows around it go inwards and then burst into motes of darkness. Uh, that float down and reconvene around uh, Corzin and Celestia. Uh, That uh, you feel, you see as this happens, the rainbow spirit and the octopus both seem to shatter and uh, run and hide uh, and flow into and inside you, hiding in some way. Uh, all uh, All magic around you is now suppressed. While the uh, while the entropic vortex is with you, oh, so they're like on us. Oh yeah, uh, it's then going to attack uh, three times with three of its heads. Uh, so they are going as far as bite, bite, and something else. Okay, uh, the two bites are just going to go into the in and try and take off. Causing and Scamp, respectively. Nope. Uh, not uh, Causing and uh, Celestia, respectively. Both of which miss, actually. Uh, although, actually, a 15 against Celestia. Um, armor class. Yep. Yeah, that, that does not hit. Okay, yeah. You pull out of the way of it uh, just in time. The last one, though, uh, it turns to Scamp, and Uh-oh. another head brushes its uh, horrible tendrils against you. Con save, please. Con save. Oh, that's so much. Uh, it's 27. Nice. Okay, 27. Uh, 27. Uh, you are uh, not fine, but you only take... 
14 points of necrotic damage. And as that, uh, and as its turn ends, Clara calls out that you can see that the uh, head is just on the edge of the vortex of of, of, of the vortex of shadows. And Clara calls out, <laughs> I can't move quickly. I need you to get the brain to me. Okay. Scamp, over to you. Uh, animate objects <laughs> on the oh, head. Good choice. Nice. The head is still is just on the edge of the of the shadows. Uh, you can make it there and try and pull it out, but I need an athletics oh. check from Scamp to get it out of the vortex. It's not. Oh, it's in the vortex. I thought it was. It's on just the on the edge. edge like just oh. on the edge of, of it. So you I'm can pull it out. I need to do something else then because I cannot do that. Um, oh, is there okay. any way of getting? In fact, actually, then as you're saying that, I'm going to intercede. Uh, and you watch uh, uh, and you hear a sigh from behind you <sighs> sometimes you gotta do everything yourself <laughs> a giant serpent momentarily manifests and flicks the um, uh, uh, the head toward, uh, to, uh, just out of the vortex uh, before the spell destabilizes <laughs> and they return to humanoid form over to you, kid. Okay. Um, can I get? Can I get it? Out? Now you can animate objects. Yep. Yep. So, I will do that. At sixth level, because that's what I have left. Okay. <laughs> the head eerily just like rises up and floats over to Clara. Um, there you go. <laughs> okay. She takes out a surprisingly long and jagged knife and just carves into the back of its uh, of its uh, chitinous head uh, headpiece. Uh, and pulls out a already you can see starting to dissolve and rot brain and shoves it into um, the prepared sort of potion bath and just starts shaking it vigorously (laughs) going to need need someone to get over here and take this Uh, okay end of her round though Corzin the uh, creature takes another snap at you doesn't manage okay Corzin top of the round Alright, can I get to Clara? You d- can. You scramble across the ground, which right, would running. be difficult terrain, but Ranger. Yep. Uh, uh, freedom of movement. Well, actually, land stride, rather. <laughs> yep. Grab hold, and you're able to grab hold of the potion that she holds out to you. It's more like a weird bucket of decaying brain ooze, but it'll do. Delicious. <laughs> um, <laughs> you uncork it, uh, knock it back, and just for a moment, oh, it's like you can see triple vision. You can momentarily oh, very clearly weird. see the real world around you. And everyone at this point, as the lurker snaps its heads at you desperately, oh, run up and all manage to put a hand on causing, including, including Pops. Oh, and you dear. focus and invoke the power. And with a... Again, you feel that moment of pressure. And then... Color floods into the world around you. The position of buildings change. Structures change. And you are in an alleyway just behind the Chapel of St. Fury. You feel your flesh sink back into place. The wrinkles fade. You watch as in an instant the withered form of Clara returns to that of a young girl. <laughs> oh, that could have gone worse. Yeah, oh, I think we did too badly A lot there. worse. 
for a moment on this side, Celestia and Cause, and you see, you see friend, and then you see them vanish. <sighs> Is Scamp back to normal? <laughs> Scamp, indeed, yep. you see uh, de-age back into a teenager. We're that feels so old. much better. Oh, no. Oh. Mm. That was... <sighs> oh, it's so long since I tasted fresh air. Listen, I know we got some negotiating to do, but uh, there's restaurants around, right? Yeah, Let's get yourself some yeah. beef. I am getting a steak. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy. And as you all kind of like pant, breathe your revitalized lungs once again you just see emerging around the corner <laughs> and we'll pick up there next time <laughs> thank you all very much for playing thank you to Dragon Meat and Mira for hosting us especially Mira we love especially you Mira. Thank she you. organized this with almost no time she's amazing <laughs> yep. thank yep. you all for watching all listening yeah we will yeah. be having this on podcast as well and um before i say farewell i believe there's raid instructions yeah we're gonna raid the d20 future show um so if you if you go into the d20 future show you'll be sent there from our stream say fair sees natural 20s and then say something nice about their stream yes. and say hello to them and maybe stay on it's called jason statham's big vacation it yes. sounds hilarious and the title rhymes and you should watch it <laughs> So, yes. do that. But <laughs> for now, farewell. For, uh, that's farewell from all of us here at Flintlocks and Fireball. Fireballs. Only one fireball. Yeah. Farewell from all of us here at Flintlocks and Fireballs. Fair seas and natural twenties. <laughs>